Welcome to Leveraged Lifestyle, the podcast that shares with you the mindset and skill set it takes for you to create your ideal leveraged lifestyle, whatever that might look like for you. Please welcome your host, entrepreneur, world record holder and globetrotter, Catherine Turner. Hi there, it is Catherine Turner and this is another episode of Leveraged Lifestyle, episode 40 to be precise. And in this uh, episode, um, I wanted to cover something that keeps coming up as a question directly to me and I thought it would help a lot of you. So when I've been out at training, uh, whether speaking or at events or networking, especially since having my second child, Milo, um, I've been asked, how do I do it? How do I do it all? How am I fitting everything in, making my business work, even scale and grow them whilst raising two children? But the thing is, I do not think I'm anything special. Actually, I think I'm in a very normal position. There are so many mums and dads building businesses all across the world. uh, And I'm even more conscious of this as as I record this. It's about to become, uh, it's about to be Mothering Sunday here in the UK. And actually, when you listen to this, it'll be the day after Mothering Sunday. So um, if you're watching this live on my uh, Facebook page at Catherine Turner Speaker, then... um, a good reminder for you all, hopefully. <laughs> and if you're listening to this and forgot it, hopefully uh, a reminder to go and do a lovely belated uh, Mothering Sunday gift. Um, that's if you're based in the UK. I know it's a slightly different um, other places in the world, um, but always a good reminder to go and be lovely to your mothers. Um, but look, this episode isn't just aimed at mums or even dads for that matter, but for everyone who is busy And that was before even building or starting their business or before, you know, before they're even um, going through the planning stages of building their business. So whether that might be caring for parents or family members, whether that's building your business as a side income whilst you're still in a job or maybe you're in multiple jobs or while studying or any combination of all of those, um, it can mean it can be really hard to find those hours you need to to find, to build the business or even then scale and grow your business if you're already in it. And as I mentioned on a few episodes now, we personally, uh, and I always say we, me and my business partner, who also happens to be my husband, Stephen, we are going through some big growth right now. We've launched new businesses, new brands, and I promise I will be revealing all very, very soon. Um, But I want to include on that episode how you can scale and when you should scale. And again, especially when maybe um, that seems like an impossible task right now to even just start your business. So again, a lot of that has happened over the last um, few months for us. And I want to take you through that because I think it will again be just really helpful. Um, So as well as going through all of that, I've been working on the Leveraged Lifestyle Summit. Um, Again, for anyone um, who saw maybe some of my social media posts about that, we will be um, announcing the new date very, very soon. Um, I've been taking over or about to take over some new training courses for a training provider that I um, do speaking for and training for. I've been working on a new keynote that I've been asked to deliver new training materials. And I've also just been asked to speak at a thousand person uh, business event in June, which I'm really excited about. Um, But again, that's a lot to prepare for. And I really want to give it my all and give the audience uh, the best experience. Oh, and of course, ensuring that I have new content every single week ready for you all on this podcast. So look, in order to address that question, how do I do it all? And of course, the practical steps that you can take to build and scale your business 
points to keep listening. So this is all about how you can be more productive with the time that you do have, especially when you are busy. Like I said, whether you're a mum, a dad, uh, whether you're caring for others, whether you're building this alongside um, your day job, whether you're just going through some massive growth right now and really struggling to find those extra hours or whatever it might be. I'm going to go through some of the real practical steps, things and examples that I am doing as well that I think may help you. Number one, I don't do it all on my own. I think, uh, you know, especially when I'm recording this podcast, it's me recording it. Yes, of course, I can't outsource this or delegate it, uh, and nor would I want to. um, But I can have my VAs uh, research and come up with material. I ask you, the lovely audience, for anything that you would like to hear as well. Um, so that's really good. Um, but look, I don't do it all on my own, whether it's from my business partner, like I said, who also is my husband, to our physical staff members, to our virtual team members and the power team that we have around us in our businesses. I am not a one woman band. Um, learning the art of delegation is key, though, and I'm not a natural at it. It is something I'm working on every day, thinking, OK, do I need to be doing that or could I outsource it? Or could one of the team members do that? So, yes, I may have started our businesses on my own. And when I say our businesses, it was always going to be ours. I was um, actually when I first started, yes, um, I wasn't actually married. I was engaged, um, but I wasn't married student at the time. So some of them I started, but very much with the view that they would become our businesses and they were about the legacy uh, and about what I could build. And I've been asking a few people in some of my social media communities, you know, why you started your business, because I think that's really key as well. Whenever you're maybe going through some tough times, some challenges, maybe some big growth, like why did you do it all in the first place? And just keep that in the back of your mind as you're scaling, as you're growing um, and as you're kind of putting in those hours. Um, so like I said, yes, I started on my own. But once I found out how uh, little a VA costs, especially the Filipino based VAs that we work with at the Viva Club, uh, the very important virtual assistant club, if you haven't heard me talk about that before. Um, it just made complete sense to outsource and hand over tasks that were either taking me too much time, uh, time I don't have uh, right now, or that you know I choose to spend my time differently uh, and I want to spend the quality time with my children, especially while they're young in these formative years. Um, the VAs could be doing quicker, um, probably better <laughs> as well, but also essentially cheaper than me. If you have an hourly rate that you are working towards, then you can't be doing tasks that could cost someone else just two, three, four pounds an hour to do if you want your hourly rate to be 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, even a thousand pounds an hour. If you ever want to get to that, then you cannot still be doing tasks that someone else could be doing for much, much less. So look, I want to give you an example of this as well, because I think that then helps put this into practice for you. So um, I've been asked uh, to do a keynote at the podcast mastermind that I'm part of next month. Uh, I say next month. This is going to go out on the first of April, so it'll be um, in April. So I, I've come up with the structure and what I want to talk about. Um, but I've then handed this over to one of my virtual assistants to do some additional research, uh, to type it all up into uh, and put it into a PowerPoint presentation and essentially do all the kind of smart, pretty PowerPoint stuff for me. Uh, The talk, funnily enough, is on how you can repurpose your podcast content to help market your podcast and and how a VA can help you achieve this. So, hey, they're very well placed uh, to help me on this one. Uh, But by the way, look, if you think 
you are too small still, maybe you're thinking you can't afford um, staff members. I've gone through a lot of the mindset around that in the previous episode, so episode 39 as well. So do make sure you have a listen to that below. If social media maybe is something that's taking up too much of your time, if bookkeeping is something that's taking up too much of your time, whatever it is, I know there is a VA, a right VA out there for you and your business. And remember, if you subscribe to our newsletter at Turner Invest, I'll make sure a link is in the show notes. So www.turnerinvest.co.uk. You're going to get a copy of our report, how a VA can increase your social media presence and influence for your business and personal brand. So that's something that, again, you're maybe not finding the time to post on every platform. You know, you have got potential customers and clients out there uh, on these different platforms, but you physically do not have the time to be posting on every single one of them. That document is really going to help you. So make sure you are a, a Turner Invest uh, subscriber. We give out loads of different reports, um, information on there that is available in no other way. We don't give out on any other platform. So uh, make sure you're part of our database there. Uh, number two, I get help. Uh, some of this is paid, but some of it is free. Um, so uh, the free stuff are people that are around me, part of my family, uh, especially grandparents who have been brilliant um, looking after Ella and Milo on certain days of the week. Um, I also pay for Ella to go to nursery two days a week. But again, I think that's actually really good for her as well. Um, so I did have a lot of guilt around that. But again, something that I've I've learned actually is really good for her and really good for me as well. Uh, and just nice to have that extra time with Milo as well. Um, and look, on those days, I become super productive. I squeeze in as much as possible into that time. I really focus on the things that only I can do. So, for example, recording these podcasts and getting the content ready and getting any tasks delegated out to the VAs and the other team members. Um, I have paid help as well. So that's cleaners, gardeners, window cleaners. I think I've also mentioned um, multiple times on uh, Leverage Lifestyle that I hate ironing. I'm not particularly good at it. And so, you know, we don't own an iron or an ironing board. It's that simple. <laughs> Um, and look, if we have an event like a wedding, like we do have coming up um, or a function that's going to require Steve to wear a shirt, for example, then it goes to the dry cleaners who also have a hot ironing service. So think about stuff like that. You know, if you're not good at it, don't enjoy it. It's going to take you away from that uh, time that you want with uh, family, loved ones, doing a hobby, whatever it might be. Uh, by the way, it doesn't have to be family related. You know, maybe you get you do get enough of them. It's up to you. Um, but look how can you get help with a free, free or paid for that is going to free up that time for you? Great. I work when others don't. So uh, I mentioned this um, and I've gone whole episodes on about where you find net time, where you can squeeze in that time, where you find those little pockets of time. Um, the whole kind of series on that on episode 17, sorry, 16, 17 and 18. Uh, so do go and have a listen to those. I highly recommend that. Um, but look, I work when the kids are asleep or when they're at nursery or when they're being looked after by grandparents. I work in the hours when others don't, like I said, so maybe evenings, weekends. And that's when, but like I said, this is on my terms. This is what a leveraged lifestyle means to me. It doesn't mean I'm never working on our businesses. It doesn't mean that they're not important to me. Um, but instead, I just find the time in different time periods. So my day is not nine to five at all. Uh, when you're when you are a business owner, um, your business is part of your life as well. Um, but I love that. Um, so don't think like, oh goodness, like Catherine's not always on holidays and things like that. I get bored. Uh, that's, I love traveling, 
But if I was doing it 24 seven, I wouldn't appreciate it when I do go. So look, um, finding those times, those pockets of times when others aren't working. So you're super focused and productive because you're not getting everyone coming at you with their questions or their tasks or whatever they need from you. I work when I decide to as well. So look, I say maybe evenings and weekends. Um, I'm not one for going out loads anymore. Uh, it's not how I enjoy my time. Um, but going out for a nice dinner and actually chatting to Steve about the business and catching up on, on things that he's doing in the business and what I'm doing. Actually, we love doing. So, you know, it's a great chance to have a night out and do that. So just work around what works for you. Um, and like I said, working with others don't will make you really productive with your time. Number four is all about the must have apps to make my day or your day as productive as possible. And like I said, this is going to depend slightly on what you do. Of course, in your business, you may have a few more that make your day work. But here are mine. So if you agree on any of these, uh, if you're watching live on my Facebook page, um, give me a quick thumbs up. Um, but like I said, if any of these are helpful, if you're not using any of these, get on them straight away. So number one is Evernote. This is where I plan out my episodes for the podcast, a lot of my content and what I post on social media, mainly because it syncs everywhere. Bonus on my phone, laptop, everywhere I need to go. Uh, I can share it with my team members. And even when there's no Wi-Fi, it will sync later. So unlike Facebook, where I may have written a whole post, then a lack of signal means that all my work disappears. Uh, it doesn't on Evernote. And by the way, when that happens on Facebook, you go to post and it's just like trying and it just disappears and you don't see it anymore. When you don't have a lot of time, that is seriously gutting. Like that's just like a whole load of time you're never getting back. Uh, so uh, I really recommend that as well. Even though it's just if you have done it on Facebook um, or one of the platforms, copy and paste it into Evernote so you can come back and look at it. Because actually, if it's a really great post, it can then be repurposed by your uh, your VA or yourself into blogs and whatever it may be that you're looking to do and, uh, and can be built on from there. So that's why I do love uh, putting it into Evernote anyway. Number two, Google Calendar. If it is not in the calendar, it does not get done. Now, I must say, whatever you choose to use, I use Google Calendar. Um, I love it. It's nice and easy. Uh, having it shared with team members, uh, your partner, whether it's your business or life partner, or maybe one in the same like mine, it's an absolute must. I also colour code mine uh, for appointments that are specifically for the kids, or whether that appointment means I'm going to be in the house or um, out. So it's nice and simple and I can view it um, really easily. Uh, I also put in there like travel time and things like that. So again, Steve knows exactly when I'm going to be about. So think about that. Is your calendar like really clear for any of your team members to understand and work out what you're actually doing at that time? Um, all the social media platforms. Uh, although I turn most of the sound notifications off on my social media apps, uh, mainly so they don't disturb my time, maybe with the kids or when I have really focused time, work time, um, I need to have them on my phone. You need to have them on your phone. It just makes posting, replying, engaging with your audience, your customers, uh, super easy. Four is WhatsApp uh, for audio, sending audio clips, voice memos, uh, video, photos, and just general text messaging. It's like I said, it's a must for me. These are my must have, so they're all a must. <laughs> um, but I love the voice memo feature. So for example, if I haven't got time to sit and have a phone call, uh, especially maybe when the kids are crying because they're hungry or, you know, need to go to bed or uh, need feeding or changing, whatever it might be. So whenever you've got that busy thing going on and you maybe haven't got time to sit down and have a phone call, um, see if the, the person you're conversing with 
it's fine to do a voice memo. So I actually did um, that with a customer for the Viva Club. So in just a few minutes, it literally ended up being just a few minutes of my actual time going back and forth just a couple of times on uh, the WhatsApp voice memo feature. And he just wanted more information about um, the Viva Club, how we could help him find the right social media VA for his needs, his wife's needs as well. So they were going to combine the, the social media VA across their two businesses. He was happy, went ahead and purchased. Absolute win-win. Saved a lot of his time, saved a lot of my time. Um, I knew him anyway. And it just worked um, across uh, the vo voice memo feature on WhatsApp. So highly recommend that one. Number five is banking apps. So these are the, the my must-have apps to help you get more productive as well. So banking apps, I don't really need to say any more about that. I don't think business and personal, a must. Amazon shopping for me is another must on my phone. Um, so yes, I've got um, Paula. Hi there, Paula. Hi, Kitty. Watching live on my Facebook page. Paula, yes, voice memo feature on WhatsApp is fab. Yes, we love it as well. Banking apps done. Amazon shopping for me has to be on there. Um, I go through um, another app called Kidstart. Um, to get cash back on my purchases that I make through Amazon and some of my other sites, uh, shopping sites. Uh, that cash back goes straight into the children's savings accounts. Cash back on purchases I was making anyway. Love it. Um, so look, I'll put the link to Kids Start in the show notes as well, in case that might interest you. And by the way, you don't have to have kids yourself. You could be saving for other kids, whatever you want. Uh, email apps. Absolute must. All my emails are synced on my phone. Again, sound notifications are turned off. This allows me to be, again, most productive with my time. Um, but when I do have those small pockets of time is when I go in and deal with those quick reply emails or maybe send on to a team member to deal with uh, further if, again, if it requires further information. So there are my seven must-have apps uh, just within there that are going to make your day more productive. And like I said, you may have a few more. Uh, do share them in the life, uh, Leverage Lifestyle community. Uh, I'd love to know any other apps that just make your day super simple and easy and you could not live without. Share them in the Leverage Lifestyle uh, community on Facebook. Uh, again, I'll make sure the notes um, are in the show notes that you'll be able to view on your podcast app. Right. Number five, planning. Like I said, if it is not in the diary, it does not get done. By the way, these days, that's mainly because I forget. Baby brain is a thing. But look, Planning out your week with your business partner, life partner, your team and just yourself as well. So you know what's coming up, what you need to be working on. If there's any kind of big stuff coming up that you need to be planning into your diary, plan it in. It will make your day and week so much more effective and efficient. Number six, say no. If it doesn't suit you, your goals, if it doesn't fit into your week, politely say no. Give you a quite thumbs up if you agree on that one in the uh, live. Say no politely, right? Um, so look, not uh, I'll try or if I have time because look, you know you won't. And that's just going to let the other person and yourself down more if you flake out last minute. So don't try to do it just to please people. It's only going to cause you stress and anxiety. I should know. I've been there. I've done it. Um, so look, feel free to say how you could maybe make it work whether that's passing them on to a team member, uh, if you have one, and if you haven't, you know where to come to the Viva Club. Uh, arrange a date maybe in the future that works better for you, or say maybe they're better off finding someone else. Look, I was so guilty of saying yes to absolutely everything, but I've learned my limits. I've learned um, and know if it's in my flow, if it's going to work for me. And if it doesn't, 
don't feel bad. Don't feel guilty. Uh, it's much better to say no straight away than try and make it work. And like I said, flake out last minute. Finally, celebrate those small wins. Okay, look, when I feel like I haven't had a particularly productive day, I still force myself to look at what I did get done rather than focusing what I didn't and the negative side of it. Look, even if that's spending quality time with my children, that we've survived the day and the house isn't a complete mess, um, that's a win. <laughs> so look, think about how you spent your day, reset, replan and refocus for the next day. And know that most of the time it is not the end of the world and tomorrow is another day. So those seven things again for you. I don't do it all on my own. Get help, learn to delegate, get staff, because look, a, a VA in comparison to what you want to be charging yourself per hour is fantastic value for money. Like I said, if we can help you at the Viva Club, uh, we look forward to doing that. I get help in other ways as well, paid and free, uh, whether that's people around you, friends, family, or paid for help. I work when others don't. So working around those pockets of time that work for you. Get those must-have apps, those productive apps on your phone so you can make the most of the time that you then do have. Number five, plan. Number six, say no. Number seven, celebrate those small wins. I hope you found this super useful. If you have, uh, please share this episode uh, with anyone you know who's going to get benefit from it. And uh, also, again, if you've liked it, if you felt it's worthy of a five star, I would love you to leave a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me. And look, remember, I want to say thank you. Uh, go out there, build your businesses. And remember, there is no better time than now to start creating your leveraged lifestyle.